0: Hey guys, welcome back to The Plant-Based Podcast, formerly The Vegan Coach Podcast, but now I have rebranded and can be found at the underscore plant-based underscore coach on Instagram. So this is the place if you want to have some clarity, some education, and some confidence around planning a plant-based diet. Each week I will have new episodes with guests, ranging from friends, personal trainers, nutritionists, doctors, past clients, and with the goal of just helping you be a little bit healthier on your plant-based diet, answering the questions that you're probably thinking about, and giving you hopefully some entertainment and education along the way. If you enjoyed this episode or any others, please make sure that you listen to others and share them social media, um, so more people can be helped by this. Have a great listen, and I will see you on the other side.
1: Anyway, we're live on the Activism Vegans podcast. Thanks for joining me. So we have Adam Stansbury, Plant Power PT, blood power. and we have Aaron. Thank
0: what, you, thank you for having me and Adam as well.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank so, you for
0: Aaron for thanking you. Yeah,
1: that, that, that that camera's on as well, is so that okay? uh, we won't do anything. But it is too just draft. put it up after so we're drinking some matcha tea yeah cheers. is that what's called tea it's yeah a...
2: matcha tea we've made that with uh just water and some oatly mm. whole milk whole milk is the look. best one the best one for sure
1: it's nice it's quite earthy yeah mm. but it's uh
2: smooth yeah and you have this every day yeah i have this every day i kind of um alternate between the, the drink of choices so yeah either matcha or um, like a cacao in the morning, mm. two big tablespoons of raw cacao with some coconut sugar and some oat milk. Or I've got this like seven mushroom blend from Seven Hills Whole Foods, which is really good, so full of adaptogens. Nice. That's your coffee yeah. alternative. These are my it? three, diff- yeah, my coffee alternatives.
1: Full, full of adaptogens. Yeah, so what, what was, what, what, adaptogenic
2: properties in things like maca and, um and medicinal mushrooms Chinese mushrooms and yeah. um, that can actually rebalance the body's kind of hormones just oh. they they adapt to to where the body's at and brings it into balance oh, amazing a bit like CBD or the same sort of. yeah and this and so matcha it matches not c- so c- much c- of c- an c- adaptogen out. but it matcha has a much lower caffeine content and stimulates more of your brain waves so it gets mm. you into more of an alpha state so you have you have that alertness but without the rush of yeah. coffee because of like it's not affecting your adrenal glands yeah
1: obviously. so you and you prefer coffee yeah I've been
2: off coffee now oh yeah I remember four months yeah. although it being oh, we camp out, had I camp failed <laughs> that was <laughs> probably a, peer pressure from had, us it was we hadn't had a filter horrible sleep because of the alarm that was going on yeah that
1: was terrible what, <laughs> yeah. what about you Aaron what's the kind of do you go for coffee or is there any other stimulants that you prefer than coffee apart from cocaine <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
0: coffee yes yeah, so I'll probably have one and the one before workout, but yeah, um, if I'm not working out, I only have one a day. I tend to be a little bit less coffee orientated than I used to be, um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, don't drink any tea. This is probably mm. the first time I've had a full match. Oh, really? Emily has them all the time, not try some, but other yeah, than that, it's just kind of like, you know, like a single shot espresso, and then yeah, that so, would be me,
1: yeah. So, what's your thoughts on the stimulants? Uh, obviously, you said you have some coffee before training, yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people. I th- I've seen some hit and miss information about this. So again, like there's heaps of information out there, and it's always hard to exactly know. Uh, that's why you go off for direct experience, I think, and how I feel when I when I have a coffee. But I, I saw something recently when it said about when you have caffeine, it, it restricts the blood flow to to the brain, maybe, and certain other areas. But like, what's your thoughts on caffeine if you if you want to break so it down? Yeah. So
0: for me, the pre-workout, when I was growing up, used to always have pre-workout powders, which are obviously mm, crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, some crazy the main, stuff. The oh God, main I thing, I, I think, just,
2: just to interject, I literally saw a guy throwing up outside the gym this morning this <laughs> bright fluorescent <of> yellow <laughs> liquid. I was like, too much pre-workout. Yeah,
0: definitely.
2: Yeah. There's some um, crazy stuff out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think for me to be healthy, I kind of moved away from having that pre-workout mixture. Now, yeah. having the coffee kind of just helps me. Like the caffeine I think I have seen plenty of research that supports you know having caffeine as helping your performance I think one thing that stood out was that it can numb your pain receptors in a way so that you can do more reps you know like yeah it, inhibits yeah. it in a way so yeah. you can essentially think that oh, the ninth rep this is quite painful in the muscles yeah 10th rep you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have caffeine mm. potentially mm. and then you might be able to if you had the caffeine and I think for me it just gives me a little bit of a buzz when you've got loud music in your air, it just gives you that energy kick, which helps um, yeah for a sure yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. no definitely i um i do i try and i def- I probably drink too much coffee than I like I just think it's more of like a ritual thing, and mm. I think sometimes I don't know if i it's only when I don't have it that I notice it you know and and if i have if I don't have coffee for a day or two, get a headache. And then if I do, say, go four days without coffee, then I have a coffee, then automatically I do get mm. that buzzy, but it's a bit shaky, um, which unnecessarily I don't really want when I'm going to work out. I like a little bit of stimulant, but I don't like something that gives me the shakes, which a lot of people kind of go for, you know? Yeah.
2: I I loved it, like, for years. Massive yeah. coffee fan. Like, you love the ritual as well, and I um, don't think there's anything wrong. I think it's like a lot of things, you've just got to work out what works for you. And yeah. I found that I would always go through a period of, I'd have one coffee a day and then it would go to two and then sometimes three if I got tired. And then I'd be like, right, I'm giving it up. So I'd give it up for a month and then I'd have one at the weekend and then one on Monday and then Tuesday I'd have two and then Wednesday i would be three and suddenly I was back into the loop of it. And I found over a period of time it would just make me a little bit irritable. Hmm. Like I'd I'd be a little bit more irritable and I felt like my energy would dip and stuff. And and so I just thought, you know what? I've been doing this for years now. Why don't I just, just not drink it anymore? um and mine was also surrounding because we talked about this before having a bit of a zinc deficiency yeah and drinking a lot of caffeine after meals can prevent you from absorbing mm, certain yeah. minerals so that's initially why i stopped it and i have found since that my energy feels much more stable consistently but yeah. like i used to love a, a coffee before training as well for me yeah it was one of the best pre workouts mm. and um but now I, i'll just rather than thinking i can't train because i need a coffee i'll just go and train yeah, yeah. You know, I've, got, I've I've broken that kind of... Cycle. That's yeah. That habitual yeah. drinking of it, you know. On
0: that, that. Uh, zinc kind of inhibiting this mm. absorption, as I find it so interesting how people will order a smoothie and a coffee at the same time. Yeah. And, yeah, it is proven that the oxalates in coffee will kind of inhibit some of the absorption mm. of certain nutrients. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to have a smoothie to make it feel good, and I'm going to have coffee to give me some energy, and you're almost, like, in a way, cancelling some of the good yeah. stuff out. Yeah. yeah. Which... People don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. Until
2: now. And and uh, yeah, so much of that, isn't there? It's like CBD. Like, well, I'm a massive believer of CBD. I've been taking it the last two weeks, twice a day, oil under the tongue. It's really helped me. I think recover from my back injury. Yeah. But they're putting it in everything now because it's become the marketable thing. And they're putting CBD in a coffee. So you're having a coffee to bring you up but you're you eat, you're ingesting CBD to try and balance you out which doesn't make sense it just feels like a po- totally pointless yeah, thing yeah. just again it's another tool for marketing because yeah. people
1: people are latching onto it now yeah. and people are aware of exactly. certain benefits but I think people are too they don't well, really we'll whack it into together yeah, just a bit check confu- it all in. and then that confuses people because they're like yeah. I have it with my coffee and like it should mm. be alright but they they don't know really it's just going to Boost the price up and boost the marketing and the whole yeah. side of things.
2: Yeah, that's they it. They don't really
0: yeah. care about your health; they just care about making
1: money. Yeah. The bottom line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Adam's been on the podcast before. He's season pro, but <laughs> Aaron, you haven't been on. Um, for those who are listening, just give a, a brief uh, intro to yourself and, and what you do and how you come to be where you are now.
0: Cool. So, originally, I'm from New Zealand, which is obviously the farthest place in the world from here. <laughs> Um, and I grew up like a traditional Kiwi having barbecues. Uh, I used to play first to football and cricket at high school. Um, and then I didn't really know what to do after school. I was kind of like, I'm good at science, I'm good at sports. Why not do sports science? Mm. So I actually went to university to sports science. After two years, got bored of it and decided to work on cruise ships. Um, came to London to get my training, worked on cruise ships and realized when I was there... People need more help with nutrition than they do with the exercise. Exercise can mm. be fun, you only need to do it an hour a day or less. Yeah, As nutrition is confusing, it's you know, you don't most people don't know what to do. And mm. um, after that two year kind of, I guess we could call it a sabbatical, um, I had to go back to university, finish a, off my bachelor's degree in sports science, and at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna do my postgrad in human nutrition. So, did that, took those boxes, got a job at a corporate gym in Auckland. After three years, um, my girlfriend kind of dragged me. I hope she should, she's not listening. <laughs> um, she <laughs> it's a long, long way to be dragged. Yeah, she was like, I want to move to London. And I was like, yep, cool, let's do it, finally. And then um, on the way, she basically went vegan on the way. Um, she We went by barley. we saw a dog that was dead on the beach, and mm. no one seemed to give a shit about it. And for the locals I kind of got it because they view it very differently to what westerners mm. would but there were people that were like Emily and I walking past this dog that they have probably got dogs at home and they didn't give a crap about it so I was we started piecing together all the little pieces at that stage you know I didn't really learn much about vegan nutrition I learned a paper about it but I wasn't interested in it at the stage at that stage I was kind of like vegans you know I don't really care about them Yeah, yeah. Um, so Emily did the vegan thing I kind of just did my thing and out of convenience I tried it which is I know sounds the opposite of what most people do they're like oh being vegan is so difficult for me because Emily was cooking the meals that I came home to mm-hmm. and we lived in Shoreditch which is vegan city central yeah, um, she was like why don't you just try it for for a month and I was like okay yeah cool whatever let's try and throughout that month I probably didn't have any massive changes in my health or me energy or anything like that like some people might if they go from like a traditional meat based diet because i think i was already eating quite a lot of plants i was already quite healthy you could almost say that i was having like a paleo diet without putting a label on it Yeah. and then throughout that four weeks though i kind of put those other pieces together as you know if i can still feel the same as i would when i was eating meat why would i then choose to eat meat knowing that it you know, contributes to climate change, mm-hmm. knowing that it contributes to what the animals have to go through, like, wouldn't it just make sense that I you know, do the other option, um, which I think a lot of people are now kind of ticking over when they do it, hopefully, yes. um, but at that stage I still wasn't sure if I thought being vegan or plant-based was actually healthy, so I kind of had to research it myself, but I still had all that my logins for PubMed and all the articles and obviously found that you can actually be healthier. Having a plant-based diet when it's well planned. Um, at the time, my company was the transformation coach, rebranded that to the vegan coach, which is now the plant-based coach. Um, and yeah, here I am mm. training people online. From I got like a new client from Dubai yesterday.
1: Oh, amazing. Um, and then some people in person as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. how long ago? Was, so how long ago was this transition to three yeah. three years as yeah. being vegan?
0: I would say that it would have started three years ago, probably consistently being vegan probably for like two and a half years after that like there was that stage of i'm being vegan but then there was still those little things of like you know i wouldn't say hiccups just like i'm going on holiday you know it's prague Mm. it's a bit hard to be vegan there so um, don't be too hard on yourself be vegetarian kind of thing so now i think it's a little bit more consistent of like two and a half years ago yeah
1: I think convenience, we mentioned it just before the podcast, which is the biggest thing for people, you know. I think if it's, if it's like, if it's not convenient, then it's not sustainable in a way, you know, because people, especially in a London life, and they work, it's so fast-paced. If they can't easily go out and get access to vegan food or, or they don't have the time, you know, then it's a lot more tricky, I think. Right. What have you noticed um, works best with clients that you work with at the moment?
0: Uh, do you mean, transitioning to veganism, yeah yeah transitioning i think so most people that come to me they actually already kind of made the mind up that they're going to be or are vegan and they're struggling to like lose weight on a vegan or plant-based diet um, i think what the general trend is is that they you know didn't do it overnight like i have my own podcast and i've had gut doctors on there and i've asked them that same question they're like you know, don't do it overnight because mm. your gut is just not used to all these new foods. Like we always hear of, uh, you know, people going, going vegan overnight and they get a really sore stomach because they have all these beans and yeah. lentils. And if you think about it, these are completely new foods to them because mm. what they would have had is meat and two veg. They probably have never really had beans in their life apart yeah. from maybe baked beans, which are highly processed. So then they're going from that meat. A serving of meat swapping it for a serving of lentils and their body's like what the hell yeah. is this
1: heaps more fiber so
0: yeah you need to like do a step-by-step process and i kind of would if someone said to me how would you do it i would say first week cut out red meat second week cut out fish and chicken mm. third week cut out eggs and milk fourth week cut out all like everything else yeah um and you know if you slip up it doesn't matter it's yeah. just like anything just next meal make sure you just do yeah.
2: better do you um Sorry, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, yeah, it was really funny really you made that point. I remember, like, thinking back to when I ate meat, like, the only times I ate beans were either baked yeah. beans or chili con carne. Like, I'd eat the odd red kidney bean that was snuck in. Yeah. And that was literally it. And yeah, it's, maybe if
1: you had a curry, you'd have so, some lentils or something. Yeah, maybe something a little bit, in.
2: but still, you know, to go from that to then having a all this fiber yeah. from, from all these beans, it's no wonder some people do have that problem yeah and
1: then naturally everyone goes oh it doesn't agree with me like i can't eat beans because i get bloated or something like it's that it's because they've done it too extreme yeah. isn't it
2: it's always the way like and they just
0: yeah. they don't try hard enough like yeah if you want to you know if you want to sprint 100 meters and you don't make it very quickly in the first time are you going to give up we're going to yeah. try again like yeah. i think people are quite <clears throat> Like, not lazy they just mm. don't know like, if you really want something try hard enough yeah. and if it doesn't if it's not easy then they're like oh I don't yeah. really want it done. yeah
2: it's like learning a new skill isn't it like any any new thing that you have to learn you're going to be crap at it yeah, at yeah. first exactly and yeah. you just have to have that why you
1: know yeah, yeah I think exactly you said that before again mm-hmm. before the podcast about the why and having a under- true understanding of why you would do something why yeah. you might have to go through difficult times try new foods body adjusting but also I think you know, society these days, everyone's looking for that quick fix, you know, that, you know, that sure, you know, diet, that like quick hit. Um, and they want things just to fall into place straight away. And when it doesn't, then they're like, there must be something wrong. Mm. It doesn't work for them or something like that, mm. you know. So I think having your why is definitely a key. Yeah. And I think that's the main place where you need to start. You know some I mean? people
2: take, probably took me the best part of 18 months to to let go of eggs completely. Yeah. Like you know, I was yeah, probably. Was the last one for me. Oh, I think I was yeah, probably was still having one. <laughs> one every month or week, and then every couple of months, or you know, it'd slip in here and there. Yeah. Um, it just it takes time, and yeah, and people just need to just to chill out and just just do what Aaron just said. Yeah. You know, ease into it and and work on that improving mm. rather than the perfecting. Yeah,
1: exactly. Do would you promote the inclusion of what I call transition foods? So. You said take out red, meats. yeah, mock yeah. meats. I've kind of, like, I said, because people, they're like, I just couldn't live without it. I say, well, you've got some great alternatives. And I think when you do, initially, I'm like, you know, let's bring in new foods first, and then we'll cut out some mm. some other foods. Mm. Would you promote, um, like, mock meats as a transition of someone's like, I just couldn't do without it? Would yeah. you have something that you include? I think
0: it has a place, absolutely. I don't think it has a place in a regular kind of healthy yeah. plant-based diet. And this was kind of part of the reason why, I changed my name from The Vegan Coach to the Plant-Based Coach because mm. you can be vegan and can be extremely unhealthy. Yeah. And for me, I didn't want to just coach people that were unhealthy. For me, my passion is to make people live as long as they can yeah. be healthy and be happy. Mm. So, you know, if you want to have mock meats, that should be, you know, yeah, used as a transition food. It should be used as maybe your special occasion, like have 80% whole foods, 20% mm. of whatever other vegan treats yeah. you like. Um, But yeah, I definitely think they do have a place when you're coming over. I think as well, it might put a few people off because they're thinking in their head, I want steak and then they've got some mock meat that doesn't really fit the Mm, bill. So it depends on the person as well. Like there's plenty of, like for me personally, I was just like, I need to get used to the fact that I'm not going to have steak. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're trying to find an alternative, you're not going to find it and you're going to miss it. But, you know, I wasn't a big meat eater in the first place. So it was kind of like... I'm just not going to have it and yeah. I mean, if I go to a burger place and I've got like a Satan patty, I'll be like, okay, I'll have that. Mm. You know, like that's just my alternative. I mean, I would still probably prefer a bean patty or something like that, yeah. but there is those options that can mm. definitely help people transition over.
2: Yeah. What were you going to say? I've got a question from someone from Instagram. On so on. That fits in <laughs> with What we're talking about now, uh, how to stay, uh, how to stay in as a, a clean eating vegan when there's so many unhealthy vegan options. Ooh. around that was a good point especially when when we went to the camp out yeah there was no
0: did you read my review of the camp out no I didn't actually I said where would you find it well I put it in one of the vegan UK groups and they uh, <laughs> it lasted five minutes before someone reported it <laughs> <laughs> I was really? like why did you report this yeah. I don't know why um, sensitive sensitive
2: vegans I don't know what
0: it was about actually but the first thing was like vegans are in trouble because you know well, there are so many really foods that I think if you are one of those people that just turns to those, we are going to have mm-hmm. like a vegan obesity epidemic mm-hmm. because, you know, the reason why the rest of the world got fat was because after World War II, they made really foods, canned mm-hmm. foods, packaged meals, they ate all of that stuff, and now we have a problem. Now I think that's going to happen with people because before they could only have beans, lentils, yeah. fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and
2: grains. Now you've got all these other things. Um, so... Yeah, so we're witnessing like a kind of almost a backlash. It's like we haven't been able to have all these great tasting, like uh, you know, Chocolate. indulgent foods for a yeah. long time, and now we can. So we just gorge on them, and yeah. it's it's too much fat and too much carbohydrate together in mm-hmm. a lot of these foods. That's that's the problem. Yeah. And I think ultimately it comes down to preparing and planning, and yeah. just making sure that your cupboards and and, and your, you know your cupboards and your fridges and your freezers are full of you know natural whole foods and then that mm. makes creating meals on the fly quite easy and, and then you're not you're not shopping or cooking when you're starving which yeah. is always going to create a, it's always fun uh, doing yeah. all of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's a that's a, that's the thing though
1: you know it's kind of being prepared is, yeah. is the biggest thing especially when you are working with whole plant foods that you might have to take a little bit more time to cook them so you're not gonna get that quick fix. And I think also you wanna try and experiment with as many flavors as possible and just try and take that time to really educate yourself on how to make these delicious foods rather than going for that processed alternative, which, you know, it's a bit of willpower, a bit of dedication, and a bit of accountability, you know? You're the one who's in control of the foods that you consume, so you you wanna make sure you are, you know, you have, I always tell people, you're gonna have to put some effort in there. You're gonna have to really have a look at ingredients food combinations and then, you know, create some amazing foods. Yeah, it.
2: definitely. And like the things that, that, annoys me is this, that, yeah, people are like, oh, it's so difficult to eat vegan. It's so difficult. It's like, I come from the world of doing fitness shows, you know, <laughs> I got used to preparing and you, you have to plan and prepare your food, whether you're eating uh, vegan or non vegan, you know, if you want to eat a healthy diet, that's the bottom line. You have to plan and prepare the food yeah. that you're eating. It doesn't matter. Whether you, there's meat in it or there's not, you know, yeah. I think so many people are after the convenience side Again, of yeah, I guess and they, the they choose to kind of call out veganism being very difficult and complicated. Was actually, it's no harder than creating a meal. Well,
0: this is yeah, um, you know, sorry. that you would have done. In the to the past to cut is, me in like that. This Flat is why i was telling my time, <laughs> battling my... for the mic.
1: the duel. This is what I was
0: telling my flatmate: is that you're almost telling people to relearn how to cook
1: yeah yeah, so true
0: but the opposite is so true as well like if you're thinking if I brought up children on a vegan diet and then someone said I'm going to be a carnivore then that same child would have to relearn how to cook Mm -hmm. it's not that it's vegan it's just that it's different if someone got diagnosed with celiac disease they'll have to do the same thing but because that's a massive reason to change their cooking they're going to do it like yes don't Mm -hmm. be you know if you find that good enough reason don't be lazy and just hold yourself accountable Um, and back to that other question that you Mm. got about
2: how what was it how do you how to stay as a clean eating vegan
0: yeah I think with a lot of the Instagram kind of world we always assume that we need to eat 100% clean and Mm. I don't think that's Mm. true I think you can have a little bit of leeway like if your goal is weight loss you don't have to eat always healthy foods it's Mm. about the right amount of food and yes you should be eating mostly healthy foods but there's plenty of people that got overweight eating too much healthy food because it's too much of it so yeah um,
1: too much is too much you know yeah and to that yeah. question
0: like don't be so hard on yourself that you have to always eat mm. clean like give yourself you know when i have a new client sign up one question that i always ask them is what's your favorite food and they'll tell me and i'll put that food into their plan maybe two or three times a week mm. because then they'll stick to it because they're yeah, actually yeah. feeling like they're getting what they want they're not feeling deprived mm-hmm. and then um, because it fits within the energy requirements it's win-win yeah,
1: yeah. like if
0: you said I can eat chocolate and lose weight you'd be like what <laughs> Yeah, amazing. game on best yeah, guy you, ever. and truly you can so yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not being so hard on yourself
1: and, it, and,
2: it's, and it's hiding those foods so it's like okay if you want a burger then have a have a plant-based burger or a mock meat burger but just don't have it with a bun and have it with a salad or yeah. if you want some Linda McCartney sausages have some of those but chop them up and stir fry them mm. with a load of vegetables you know mm. without having you know rice or lots of noodles or you know so it's, there's what there's kind of ways of doing it being like well I want these slightly more indulgent foods but what can I have with them Yeah, yeah. because they'll add more flavour to the dish because of the fats and other things that are in them Yeah. yeah. but you're still getting that balance then of um I don't know about you guys, but you know, you go away on holiday, and if there's no vegan options, chips and salad. No, oh, a yeah. yeah. winner. Chips <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> salad, yeah. Chips salad
1: and
0: plain pasta right, with tomato. Yeah, on holidays you have to have beer. Yeah, that's true. That's a given. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I want to go back to when we mentioned about eggs, and I think we all—that was the last thing we all yeah. consumed. That was an animal product. Mm. Um, I think I ditched dairy like way before. Yes. finished eggs and I think that's one of the hardest things people say I couldn't live without eggs and cheese Mm. and things like that Um, what would like if we broke down the egg why what's the best way that we can um, tell people why we wouldn't maybe consume eggs maybe on the health side or nutrition side
2: for me um, for me the egg thing is just not knowing where it comes from like a lot of you know in terms of the health reasons If one day I had land and I had chickens on it Hmm. and they were just roaming chickens and they were laying eggs every so often, I'd probably have one of those eggs every so often. Yeah, I I would. (laughs) I know, I know, you know. Um, (laughs) The reason I don't eat them is because, yeah, I don't want huge amounts of cholesterol in my diet, so I don't Hmm. want that every day. And I also don't know where they're coming from, and they're coming from potentially hens that have been snipped, picked, prodded. Kept in cages, you know, and they've had all that stuff going on. I
0: mean, but they're pretty clear where they've come from. Out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. A weird. And just before you continue, yeah. I was watching a cooking show and they cooked with a chicken and they used that unha- they used the unhatched eggs as a as part of the ingredient, and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Un- oh, so yeah. you mean, the, so it was a fetus yeah, inside it? Yeah, into the whole chicken, cut it open. No. no, 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 no. Sorry you right. guys are seeing oh, listening. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, and there was, like, these three egg yolks that were just, like, inside. Oh, that's and was, horrific. Like, and they used them. Well, as a delicacy. You know? Yeah, and then they ate them, and I was
2: like, wow. So Emily was that's like, weird. what the fuck That is stuff. weird. Yeah, I was listening
1: to, actually, to um, something from Plant-Based News earlier, and they were saying about eggs and... The li- one lady was just saying like it's a part of the menstrual cycle of the, mm. d- d- the hen, and it's kind of like why would anyone mm. want to eat this if you just think about that as a whole regardless yeah. of health and the, the and it's like it's so true. I, was, I didn't think about it mm. like that. I, n- I always thought yeah, it's a part of the menstrual cycle, and people go they naturally do it. I'm like mm. yeah, but does that mean it's sort of like just a good like thing out, to, just out, because out, it comes in a hard form? Milk. Yeah, yeah, sure.
2: yeah. But, it's just you don't have to. You know, like, for me, I I always knew that it was something that I was not gonna continue to eat yeah. and I knew that eventually it would just leave my diet and it, and it just mm. did you know and it was because I had that approach of like I'm just it, well, I'm going to at some point come to a point where I'm fine not eating yeah. them anymore and that and that came you know and so I just let them go yeah and I
1: always tell people I say look, you're not going to find a good egg replacement maybe even for bacon, you can use aquafaba mm. and some, some other stuff like that but you're not going to get that scrambled egg. I think that you got just I
2: eggs. Yeah, I've 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 had the other one. You can one, make an amazing tofu scramble, which is yeah. just as good. Black really, black salt, like, which makes eggs. Oh taste yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Sulfur. Where did I have I've sulfur. had that somewhere. Yeah, and it was amazing. Oh. I was
1: like, I was a bit like, whoa. That <laughs> mm. actually tastes like egg, and I was just like, just like I haven't taste. It's weird when you get a taste of something that you haven't had for such yeah. a long time. I
2: mean, let's not be around the bush. Like, <clears throat> eggs taste good. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to deny that that's that's a fact. But for me. The 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 thing is, you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. You don't know what trauma and suffering's gone into to to bring them to you in the shop and <laughs> stuff. And like, while you're buying them, you're funding that that system. You're part of that system, um, and it's yeah. better off just not being part of it at all. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever your I mean, stance is on yeah. health, like right, it.
0: And I think on top of that, how you said they taste good. Like people think that vegan people don't like the taste yeah. of meat. Like. I like sausages I like it's chicken not why you I gave like it all that up, stuff right? and people are like, oh you can't have this it's like no I can have it I just choose not yeah, to yeah. because mm-hmm. of X, Y and Z exactly. and that's it's, it's not like we don't like that stuff it's we choose not to have it because yeah. we have a bigger yeah. a big picture view on what is going on yeah um,
1: when you when you link up all the areas from health to yeah, animal welfare suddenly there's more things that are like, more
2: ch- important than satisfying your taste buds yeah that's the thing
1: they? we're so used to being being, getting yeah, whatever it, we want, like, you know, yeah. and getting so much access to foods, like you said, post-war, you know, we had such an influx of processed foods and ready meals and canned mm-hmm. goods. It was just like we, everything was so accessible that we just got so used to it that mm-hmm. we don't really appreciate how fortunate we might be to mm-hmm. have this access. So when with someone questions whether or not we should we d- take something out of our diet and mm-hmm. lifestyle, then I think it's a little bit hard for people. Um, and when people say about chickens they go yeah but mine are free range i think it is the free range standard is 9 chickens per square meter right yeah i mean it's which crazy. is is not a lot of space and even you know chickens aren't massive yeah. but still and they're crowded in cages at, or you know they in they're overworked and the male hens obviously billions of or millions of male hens just get ground up because they're
2: not useful for anything so there's a That's what I mean, and it's just like you're you're buying into that system if you're eating them. You have no idea where they're coming from. We know we know the the rules of the the organic label don't really mean a lot as well, you know, things things can be technically organic but can still contain non organic ingredients a certain percentage and it's just yeah, people need just to to kind of wise up a little bit more as to where the food's coming from. And not believe everything they're told.
1: Yeah meant you mentioned about you don't have too much cholesterol in your diet mm. so this is a big t- topic yeah <laughs> um, and so it's one that I'm trying I'm trying to learn myself about you know everyone goes yeah, you know cholesterol is good for you and and then I was watching something or reading something and well, I think I was in my book I'm reading undo it by dr. Dean Ornish yeah amazing book mm. and um he was saying you know the body produces all mm. the cholesterol we need I think it's like 2,000 milligrams a day the body will make which is then used for hormones mm. and, and things like that yeah so uh, when we look at the egg, the, the the yellow yolk mainly is consisted of a, a mixture of fat, oh, and yeah. that's what it's mainly built out of. And why wouldn't we want that in in our diet? Like, why wouldn't we want that excess fat? Would you on the nutrition side?
2: You wanna go no. with
0: me?
2: Yeah, you can go. I, it's pretty. It's a pretty complicated subject, and I and I'm. not keep it simple for the for the yeah. people out there well i mean i i don't i wouldn't actually claim to know it exactly obviously we know we need cholesterol for certain things in the body for brain health and stuff but like you said you know we do produce there's no yeah cholesterol, and so there's, we don't actually have a need for yeah. having it ex- externally in our diet
1: and there's zero dietary requirement yeah for and it, cholesterol you know, and from external
2: there's, there's studies now aren't there that show you know it's effect on there's there's also studies that Show the opposite. Show the opposite. So that's why it's a little bit of a a gray area that I try not to talk about too much because I'm I'm still unsure myself. Yeah. And that's why I always stick to the ethical. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's true.
1: Aaron, could you break down a little bit? Yeah. I
0: mean, the egg yolk does have cholesterol and I think it's important to understand there's two main types of cholesterol. So one is good, one is bad. So the low density lipoproteins, which are the ones that kind of clog the arteries. Hmm like having one egg isn't going to kill you it's not mm. going to clog mm. your artery but having a lot over time you're not mm. exercising and then not having enough of the good cholesterol which is the HTL that's there to essentially find those clogs mm. and pick them up and take them mm. you know to the liver to be broken down yeah. um, but then if you look at yeah a single egg probably not a problem mm. but <coughs> over time same yeah. with having butter the same with having like red meat the same with having anything that's got saturated fat or cholesterol mm. in is yeah, it can build up, and when you talk about those studies, there are ones that show, you know, eggs are good. Mm. There are ones that show eggs are associated with early death.
2: Funded by the Egg Board. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's
0: also important to to question compared to what. Yeah. Exactly. If you have oh, an yeah, egg, you do something about yeah. it, right? Yeah. If you have yeah. an egg and you're comparing it to eating processed food, of course the eggs going to come out mm. better. If you're having an egg and you're comparing yeah. it to a, a whole food, plant based diet, then mm. research clearly shows that it does not come out better. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you need to always think compared to what where are those studies coming from and it's in the quantity. Like i always whenever people ask me about eggs or meat or animal products, you have to always think about like what is the longest living population eating, which is, mm. you know, the seventh day adventists, which are broken down into people that eat meat, people that don't eat meat, so vegetarians and some people that are all vegans, and the vegans live longer out of the whole group. So this is like The longest living community in the world by 10 years over the standard american diet but then the vegans in that longest living population live seven to ten years longer than the rest of them so that's almost 20 years longer than the standard american diet diet. just because you know there's lots of stuff going on it is their diet but it's also they have social interactions they have a very hilly kind of climb and they walk a lot yeah they have a religion they have all Mm. this big support but you can't dispute that the diet is going to have an Mm. impact on how long you live you know and when you come back to cholesterol and saturated fat there is a reason why when you have a heart attack or if you're getting old that your doctor even omnivore doctors will say you need to stop having those two things Mm. or decrease those two things Um, because that science is pretty clear cut you know I'm not doctors from 50 years ago are saying. It. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if cholesterol's be in the next high, 50 years. don't
2: add more cholesterol to your diet. It's like, it's, Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and it also comes down to inflammation as well, because mm. obviously, if you've got like the LDL particles that are getting caught up in the in the arteries, and then you've got inflammation from that might go along with those foods. So people might eat fried eggs and white bread, or, or you know, it's, you know, high fatty, saturated foods with chips and other fats and stuff like that. And then you're you're creating inflammation in the body as well, which is adding to that problem. Mm. So yeah, and then that inflammation then
1: obviously constrict the arteries where obviously you're pumping blood around and then Mm. if you get lack of blood flow to certain areas, you're not functioning properly, Yeah, um, you're not getting you know, br- uh, blood to the brain and oxygen. Oh, the, after the game
0: changers, oh yeah, to I've telling everyone yeah, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently,
1: the whole crew went vegan after that. <laughs> yeah, but just, um yeah, So in the game changers, they did this um, study where they had three athletes. They fed them a, plant, uh, a meat meal before they went to bed. Yeah. Then they put this instrument around That's their good. penis. Yeah, they, had uh, the, rings, yeah, they had two rings, didn't they? A ring rings. around the
2: base and a ring around the head, just below the head, yeah. And then and they were, had a monitor, didn't they, in a pocket? Yeah.
1: How many? How frequent and how hard their the erections, erections were, were it, yeah. over that night? Then yeah. the following evening they fed them a plant-based meal. Again, it was mock meats, so it wasn't. Yeah, well, so it wasn't I mean, strictly yeah. beans and yeah. pulses. It was actually mock meats and chickens. Just, yeah. um, and then they measured them again, and there was a. a a massive a notable difference in yeah. the, this, the yeah. circumference Cardine, yeah. a, as well as Cardine the frequent more. yeah i think one guy had 500 more
2: erections right yeah erection yeah <laughs> that was it yeah yeah, yeah the, they, I mean, were, they, they were they were from like 300 to 500 weren't they just like, like an reason. hour yeah. an hour more yeah
1: erection time which the you know some people you know erectile dysfunction it's with, with the thing. older it's a
0: real thing. Yeah, like not in this age group. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah.
1: as you go older, it's definitely a thing, and and we just attrib- uh, attribute it to maybe age, or it's a problem where we don't think, well, what might be causing this, yeah. and can the food that I consume be a, a factor in this? You know, and we just go to the doctors, and the doctors don't know too much about the nutrition side of things, yeah. and they go, well, oh, you should take Viagra or mm. or whatever. So again, it's a, it's um, another thing that it's yeah. just another another thing that we need to think about, and which is important. It's
2: always that. Let's, they're adding more stuff in before you've even looked at the underlying causes of what yeah. could be the reason why you're not getting erections anymore you know, what, you, what else are you putting in your body what's yeah. causing inflammation what's ruining your health yeah, you know, then, let's get rid of that first yeah. before we start throwing pills and other shit on top of it yeah and
0: that's obviously quite a major blood vessel going through your manhood mm. so mm. if you think that's what's happening there yeah. what's happening to the blood so the vessels of, that come to yeah. your heart or to your yeah, brain yeah. like mm. That should be alarming because if you can't get an erection that's probably not the worst in the world mm. what about having a heart attack yeah or a stroke like that's mm. going to completely change your lifestyle mm. yeah like yeah you can just take viagra but there's not really much you can do if you have a heart attack and then die
2: no exactly yeah do you even want to be taking viagra when you might got constricted by vessels <laughs> i mean you're yeah. you suddenly trying to put a gti turbo engine in a like a mini aren't you with small pipes <laughs> might blow a valve <laughs> <laughs> gonna blow yeah, a this gasket,
1: podcast, but yeah but it, keep it's, it's, the it's something that we need to you know a lot of people need to realize what when you know take responsibility for what they're eating because i think and people should know this you know when you eat or consume animal products or meat or mm. dairy that you're you're potentially or you will you know um cause inflammation, the arteries are restricted. you're going to get lack of blood flow to certain areas. And they also looking into, they're doing a study with it now where um, the same as Dr. Dean Ornish when he did his um, study on heart disease or cardiovascular disease when it came to uh, animal proteins and animal foods. And that, you know, it's now scientifically been proven that a whole food plant-based diet can treat reverse some of these He's leading
2: really cri- diet, that's yeah, the only, diet. The only it's diet. diet that's been proven to reduce cardiovascular disease and re-
1: treat and reverse yeah. heart disease which is and you know I think it's like 400,000 people die from heart disease in the UK so uh, it's, it's it, anyone the killer. know that? it's the biggest killer isn't or, or it? Well, that might it just it be a heart thing. attack not, yeah, not yeah, including like stroke yeah. which is crazy and mm. the, the money that this is costing the NHS and everyone's like you know we need to you don't have enough staff in the NHS mm. and you're spending money on things that don't need to be an issue mm. in terms of you know the heart disease, stroke, and diabetes, yeah. and cancers, and things. Certain cancers. Um, you know, if you just if it's kind of crazy to think that this education isn't put out into all the hospitals or to the doctors and say, you know, let's promote a plant-based diet or lifestyle, yeah. which can treat and help a lot of these causes, which is going to in turn save us billions of pounds, which can then flood into the areas that we need, maybe yeah. education in the schools or foods in the schools, and also um, back into paying. Nurses and and public health services a decent wage. And this is
2: this is the problem with our society, though, isn't it? It's like um, let's not fix this planet. Let's look at another planet for us to move to. It's the same mindset, isn't it? It's 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 crazy. Like science and technology has enabled us to stop looking at the reasons why why we've got why we've got bad health or ill health. (laughs) So I'm having to lean in. Sorry. (laughs) Um, It just makes a lot of difference. Um yeah and it's like let's look at the underlying source of mm. why we've got the issue in the first place. Um, do the more difficult long term lifestyle changes yeah and then and then, if you still need the fancy scientific stuff on top of that, then yeah. you can bring it in and you know what's working and what's yeah. not working
0: I've got a great quote that is. Yes. Yes. So I was about
2: thinking that. about a great quote as well uh, the really
0: grass, everybody thinks the grass is greener on the other side, but it's not where you water it uh, right.
1: like oh. it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it means look after what you've got and you're gonna basically and if you do that consistency consistently, consistently yes yeah. yeah. you know that's going to yeah, be a lot absolutely. better yeah. than you trying to jump and this is massive with the weight loss thing yeah oh i'm gonna try this mm-hmm. do it for a week oh it doesn't work yeah you could literally do the same thing you're doing now just do it better and stick with it for longer yeah. and you'll get a really
2: good yeah. result and the, and the same thing with training like program hopping Big bit, why well, I'm not getting results on this program. Well, how long have you been doing it for? A week. Well, what did you do before that? And oh, Another program I was doing for a week. And it's like yeah. you end up jumping from one to the other and not seeing it through to the end. And, and like you said, watering the grass that yeah. you're currently standing on. Yeah, um, exactly. And if you were to do that, you'd get the results that you were after.
1: Yeah, a bit of patience and persistence yeah. is, is key. That's what I always say patience mm-hmm. and persistence. Just keep uh, you know, working on it. Be patient. Don't expect. <clears throat> everything to happen in one moment, you know, just, but just keep moving forwards and keep trying and keep yeah. you know, developing and learning through what you're doing. I think that's what,
2: And bad, you know, bad what health is, uh, you know, ill health is usually uh, it's the accumulation of uh, habitual choices that you've made over a number of years. It doesn't just suddenly happen no. overnight. You know, if someone says, Oh, well, I was fine when I drank 10 pints last week and I don't have heart disease. And then this week I have well no you, your lifestyle choices over the last twenty thirty years of drinking five pints a day have led you to this yeah. point so it's like take responsibility for the choices you've been making yeah. your, your body just doesn't end up unhealthy for no reason mm. yeah no I agree mate um, in,
1: I want to talk about um,
2: a bit more about food specifically
1: and maybe food timings you know I think this is um, an area which can be of interest to those who are listening especially on the plant-based diet is it what, what what's your thoughts on food timing? is there certain times where maybe you won't have fats or carbohydrates or protein or are you do you promote you know as long as there's a good balance of whole plant-based foods can you you can have them really over a, a course of whenever you feel b- best to suits your timing. what's your thoughts on that guys
0: um for me and for the clients that i try and help or do help eventually Try. Um, <laughs> I think meal timing is one thing that a lot of people ask about mm. and to be fair if they haven't got the foundations right of making sure they're eating the correct amount of food and then you know at the right amount the right type sleeping and training properly then meal timing is just going to confuse yeah. them and it's not really a priority mm. um, it's kind of like putting the roof on a house before you've even put the walls on the on mm. the house and it's the same with a lot of things like intermittent fasting it's the same mm. with that do I need to have protein after my wheel sh- meal, which is the best ab exercise? All that stuff isn't going to matter if you're eating the wrong amount of food. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try and get them to focus on, is consistently do what you need to do. You know, Everyone is obsessed with protein, but you can eat the right amount of protein and the wrong amount of food, and you're not going to get your goal. So get the exercise consistent, get the right mm-hmm. amount of food consistent, get the right types of food consistent. Um, and then you can start focusing on those splits if you want to i personally don't just because i want my life to be as easy as possible mm-hmm. like yeah i want for myself and everybody i kind of coach let's make whatever you're doing enjoyable and you know um, easy to mm-hmm. transition to because mm-hmm. you're going to stick with it longer if you're going to go into a little bit more of like maybe bodybuilding or stuff that you mm-hmm. were doing then that might be more important yeah. but for most people they don't want that so yeah i don't go big into that like yes there is a place for it and i know that you
2: kind of do it in a way like i like i'm i'm the same though i agree like simple and sustainable is really important and if and if someone just wants to be healthy then actually it's more important on the amount of food they're eating over the course of a day and getting them to eat a balance of the macronutrients so Mm -hmm. they have their carbs fats and proteins in the right amounts but If people want to get more detailed and improve their body composition they need to start looking at um, the amount of carbohydrates and the amount of fats that they have in the meal at the same time Um, and I know we saw um, Dr. Michael (coughs) he touched on this as well like when he talked at vegan camp it's it's called oxidative process and it's the it's the process in which your body will preferentially break down different food groups or macronutrients and so you've got your body will always break down carbohydrates before before protein and fats um, to turn into glucose for energy. Mm. That's, that's what the body's designed to do. So if you're eating a meal that's very high in carbohydrates and high in fats, your body's going to always go for the carbohydrates and store the fats. Um, and that's why a high-carb diet works to get people lean because most of the time they don't eat a lot of fat with it. And that's why a keto diet or a higher-fat diet can work for people as well because they're... Because they're eating a lot of fat, but they're not eating any carbs, and so it's like if you're going to have one that's high, you have to have the other one that's low. If you want to, if you really want to dial in your body composition and get lower on body fat, those are the sort of things that you need to start kind of being a little bit more detailed with. But if you just want to be healthy, Mm. eat a balanced diet, man, and and just focus on like Aaron said, you know, focus on the the actual energy intake over Mm. the course of the day. Yeah.
0: The one thing before you go into that kind of is that. A lot of people have that kind of thing of i need to have protein straight after a workout yeah and i did this experiment with
2: myself The anabolic window yeah with myself
0: <laughs> and a few other people and you know <laughs> yeah. your body doesn't actually want protein straight after workout you've just used up all your glucose stores mm. it doesn't want protein it wants bloody sugar mm. like yeah. it wants a banana or some oats and i think you feel a lot better by having a like let's say a protein shake with a banana and oats in it Mm. than you would if you just had the protein by itself and I kind of did this test on myself just have a banana and the next day I just had pure protein I felt so much better after Mm. my workout having the banana because my blood sugar came back up and my glucose levels came back up and then I was like then I'll have the protein Mm. afterwards and I think people have this thing protein equals muscle but you also need energy and energy is what's going to get you through the day and that comes from you know
1: carbohydrates yeah yeah no it's definitely that's an important thing Um, Mm. I think when I do training the first thing I'll have is it's definitely a carbohydrate or used to be like maybe or it could be an apple or something Mm. like that straight after I get the blood sugar levels up a little bit and then I'll have but usually I just have I'll I'll try and have a meal Mm. rather than a protein shake or anything like that Mm -hmm. straight away but if you are on the go yeah get that you know good combination of carbs and then some protein for sure Mm. Um, as you mentioned it Ad we're going to go and Talk about keto.
2: <laughs> Segway.
1: <laughs> so this is um, an interesting topic. One I am not too I don't know too much about. It. I haven't really looked into it. I just I you know, from what I've heard and, and read, it it can have its benefits but not long term, you know, it's not something that you wanna look to have as a regular part of your lifestyle. You know, lots of people have had good benefits in, in, in uh losing fat on it. Just like the same reasons that mm-hmm. like you said. Um because they, obviously they're not having much carbs and they're just mm-hmm. going into of storing, uh, going into keto ketosis, ketosis yeah. and burning fat. And I know you did a post about this, Aaron. So, uh, if you want <laughs> yeah. what, to, what's, what's the breakdown? What's a keto diet basically?
0: So, traditionally, it's kind of version two of the Atkins diet, I think. Mm. Um, get your carbohydrates so low that your body does not use glucose as energy anymore, it starts to use ketones, which essentially are fats, breakdown of fats. Um, and i guess it is popular because people do get results because if you think about in western society we eat 80 percent carbohydrates so if you're taking out a massive food group whether it's processed or not Mm. you're probably going to eat less food and therefore you're going to create the energy deficit and therefore boom you lose weight even if you're not in ketosis you might just be on low carb but because it's so low you're eating less food as well Mm. and that's what happens people lose weight
1: yeah and um what was your what was your opinion on this what was your because you did a post that got a bit of a a stir an
0: engagement post i'll call it and it basically (laughs) said keto is and then it had the poo emoji um and i i also made was it a mistake or was it on purpose i only used keto hashtags and got a lot of angry comments but you know there are people out there that are seeing positive health outcomes by doing the keto diet the problem is is you know compared to what were they actually eating Mm. keto is massive in america it's Mm. not really that big in most other countries Mm. and it's you know if we look at the standard american diet which is highly processed high calories high meat Mm. um, and low quality high meat and then you go from that to a keto diet which is you're probably going to start exercising as well you are you know getting rid of some of that processed food you're starting to eat better quality meat Mm. um, and all those positive things that you're changing are going to see results and you know there are studies that show that a keto diet is beneficial and that is usually because it's compared to a standard american diet there are none that i'm aware of that show it compared to a plant-based diet Mm. there's no long-term studies of keto that are you know showing that it's positive positive and you will always get people like my blood pressure went down my diabetes has gone and you know it's probably because you lost weight it's, and go ahead
2: it's be- it's because they're not eating shitty carbohydrates anymore along with their high heavy meat based diet that's full of saturated fat that's why so they're not they're not causing the inflammation from the carbohydrates and then they're not clogging up the cells with the saturated fat there's no carbohydrates there so the body's not looking to break down carbohydrates for glucose it's breaking down fats and using that instead so that that's why like Aaron said if someone's gone from eating burgers and chips and buns and now they're just eating burgers and salads then yeah they're just not going to have the again like I said before they're not having to break down the carbohydrates so all that fat that they're eating is going to be used as energy so it's that's that's why it works for people but it's not if you look at that fact of like this is the what the body breaks down preferentially in order that means that the body would only select to burn or 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 go into ketosis in like almost like a survival state it's like the last thing that your body would choose to to break down the body does
0: it that's like our survival mechanism right and people have then decided to Exploit that because they think it's yeah good so for
2: you. Why would you want to live on the red line and for your survival mechanism? Like and it's just like Aaron mentioned earlier about intermittent fasting as well. It's another like for me, it's just an unnecessary, another unnecessary way of complicating food and nutrition and, and mm. just Plus it, no breakfast. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's never well, you, well, could like a the, right thing to do. Yeah.
1: Um, in, ter- in terms of the keto side of things. But So obviously they're going to go to more meat, high-fat, yeah. t- high-protein, high-fat diet, which is low on carbs.
2: It's high, it should be like a proper keto diet is very high in fat, fairly low in protein because of this oxidative process because your body will actually break down protein so for glucose yeah, okay. for fats. So you, yeah. you actually need a very high level of fat and, and actually a proper keto diet is fairly low in proteins. Yeah,
1: so and actually, that fat, where were, where were they gonna where are they gonna get it from? Is it from avocados, coconut oils, and the fat found in within meat? Within meat to, yeah, because, because a lot of them are just eating like lots out, of yeah. bacon and yeah, yeah, you know fatty like meats the, and like things on that.
2: About that's, the Atkins, you know, replacement.
0: Yeah, well, that's a big thing is that if you tell people what they that what they love doing is good for them, like eating bacon, then of mm. course they're gonna do it. If you tell them bacon is bad, they're gonna less likely to try a plant based diet because yeah. you're telling them bacon is bad, but you say, oh, my favorite food is good for me, and I can eat more of it and Mm -hmm. lose weight they are gonna love that and yeah you can look at again comparing those people that have the best health outcomes what is that associated with It's associated with like low meat but high grain consumption Mm. high vegetable consumption high fruit consumption high lentil consumption all those things that aren't part of the keto diet Mm. so although they might be losing weight and being healthy healthier than what they were they aren't including these foods that are clearly associated with the low chronic mm. illnesses and high life expectancy mm. um and one other thing about the diabetes thing diabetes they're like oh i you know i've cured my diabetes because i've gone keto and it's important to understand that when you have sugar it is natural for the body's response to sugar is to release insulin you know you hear a lot of people saying oh insulin is bad it's the fat storage hormone it's like no that's how our bodies should work and if someone has a problem with that and then they go on a keto diet it's not addressing that pathway it's just mm-hmm. avoiding it so yeah, it's yeah. kind of like if you had two roads and one was broken you just chose to go by the other road you didn't actually fix the road and that road is a better road so if you look at people that are long-term keto diets and then they go Oh, my blood sugar is so low blah 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 it's because they're not eating carbohydrates what happens when they do eat a banana or rice is that their insulin becomes so sky or their blood sugar becomes so skyrocketed because they haven't actually addressed the problem mm-hmm. and part of that problem now is they touched on it in what the health and i know what the health is not a great documentary but they mention how having high fat diets overwhelms the muscles and the liver and it kind of turns off that door That when insulin is released in response to blood sugar, the insulin needs to push sugar into the muscle to store it as energy. But if there's too much fat in the muscle, Mm. that door, that pathway is blocked. So then you have all this circulating blood sugar and people think that because you've just had that sugar, it's that food's fault. Mm. But it's actually I mean, yes, you need to have a crappy diet, yes, you need to have like genetics to show that you might get diabetes and low activity but saturated fat is way more i think associated now with the cause of diabetes than what people first thought yeah and by having a keto diet you're only making things worse um Mm. it's an interesting podcast that i've been listening to um plant proof and yeah yeah yeah, he's interviewed this guy drew and drew had type 1 diabetes when he was quite young fit guy like us And he went on the
1: keto diet because he thought the same thing. So type 1 is when you have not enough blood sugar?
0: So your body doesn't naturally produce produce insulin. Insulin, So you have to inject it. So he was like, oh, if I go keto, it's going to cure me. So what actually happened was that he got worse. So the first three months was awesome. And then he realized that when he did have carbohydrates, he needed more units of insulin to get the blood sugar into the muscle. So he was becoming more insulin resistant insulin resistance is bad insulin sensitivity is good so he was like what the hell is going on i need to change this and it was actually simon the plant-proof kind of podcast guy who sent him all these studies and he was like you know what i'm gonna try a plant-proof diet and he then started to lower the fat increase his good carbohydrates slowly and he realized that he needed less insulin to basically push the blood sugar that he was eating into the muscle so his body was becoming better at dealing with the carbohydrates he was eating and that pathway became better and now he's eating like 300 400 grams of carbohydrates a day using less insulin than he would have if he was having 50 grams of carbohydrates a day because his body is more efficient at using it and now he's you know being as this poster child for a plant-based diabetic diet because essentially it is the best way to cure or reverse (laughs) as best you can Mm. in type 2, cure reverse, type 1, just manage it um, and best you can for people with diabetes rather than just avoid the bloody pathway. It's kind of like, it makes sense when you think about it, but, you know, there is so much confusing things out there. You know, like, people that are going on a keto diet, you have to still, like, give them a pat on the back because they're trying to better their health. You shouldn't pull those people down. They're just, unfortunately probably doing in a way that isn't quite there but mm. like i did in that post i think as a follow-up to the key keto is poo thing is i just like that's along a gradient of mm. you know health you know you're better than you were but you can still be better and if you want to live long and have a hap- happy life um maybe just add more plants in because plants are you know gut microbiome long health mm. brain heart
2: everything yeah Sorry, I was just going to say in the the whole paleo thing and they talked about it in Game Changers as well you know jumped on this um, our ancestors you know ate meat I mean we're in this is only the first time in history that we've been able to eat meat three or four times a day like in the sort of quantities It, it just doesn't make sense that thousands of years ago that's all we would have eaten you know we would have you'd have eaten a little bit with a lot of other plant foods, you know, because of the calorie expenditure to, to to find the animals and kill them and stuff, you know, um, and, and everyone's wanting to kind of live like a, a caveman. Yeah.
1: I think this. I was listening again to another podcast and, and they were saying, you know, I think we got it. We misunderstood this whole era of of early man, you know, people want to say hunter gatherers, but really we were gatherer hunters, you know. So most of the diet and the nutrition was sourced from plants and roots and leaves and berries and things like that. And so when people are going on these paleos and they're just, you know, we weren't getting these quantities of the food, like you said, you know, and even. The access, you know, people weren't, uh, weren't eating avocados all the time and cashews mm, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. And Bags I think nuts even like uh, a tree. I, I was I watched a TED talk and you know I think avocados year hundreds of years uh, thousands of years ago were very different. They, yeah, there was like only maybe an inch or half an inch of actual flesh flesh uh, on it. Right, it was really, mainly a big really. massive seed. So right. even then you'd have to mm. you know you can't just have one avocado and you get like heaps of fat. Yeah, Back then you yeah. had to get so much more and. um,
0: I think as well in the game changers they demonstrated quite an important point about why people think that, why people think that we did eat more meat than we did, mm. and that's because the tools that we used to cut up the meat and hunt the meat, they didn't decay as yeah. quickly as the other things. Like you don't really need any tools to cut open an no. an apple, Put so, a carrot out of the yeah. ground. Yeah, so Maybe like a, you've a got, stick to dig, or yeah, you've a got basket. all these bone. I guess knives that are going to stay in the ground and be fossilized more easily Mm. than whatever they were using for plants so and then they obviously went into the research of showing that on those tools there were more plant remains or that kind of thing than you know we first thought so i think that was really cool about Mm. that
1: yeah one while we're on the keto thing um the brain so the brains wants uh, glucose, right yeah so then when obviously and that's its main energy source mm-hmm. what's the whole what happens when you go on a keto diet and, and the energy for the brain
2: I think it's- so your body your body uh, starts breaking down fat um, I think the liver produces ketones but it's it, it's a process called gluconeogenesis I think it's called so, uh, is it what's it called? Glycolysis? Is it glycolysis? Yeah, the okay, so breakdown of
0: sugar into fat, essentially from, yeah, so from fat to
2: glucose. Yeah, and then that's and then that's what the brain would use.
0: But also, like if you think about anyone that has been on a keto diet, or anyone that recommends someone go on the keto diet, they say, "Oh yeah, after two days you're going to have like keto fog or the keto headache." <sighs> yeah. Like if someone was if something was giving me a headache, I would stop doing it. That's kind of like a, your body saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing this.
2: Yeah. like you know, It's you get- a signal, right? right? Yeah. So it's your body adapting. So when I when I ate meat and I was a big fan of the Paleo diet and I recommended that to clients, that would traditionally happen like, you know, in the first seven to 10 days, people could be very, very low in energy and it's why your body's adapting to starting to become what they also call like fat adapted. So it's becoming, your body's getting used to breaking down fats mm-hmm. then to use as glucose. And then your energy levels do improve um but again it's 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 not a natural kind of um state for your body to be in you know it's there is this it's a survival state really it's amazing
0: how resilient the human body is though as well yeah it will adapt to anything i find it mind-boggling that people are functioning on Purely meat diet, like I. The carnivore diet. Yeah. Which I'm is like, crazy. How are, oh, yeah. there's how there's so are people functioning? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah. But your body does, and of course, we've never seen the carnivore diet really last longer than I mean, I only heard about in the last six months. So it'd be interesting to see what it's like in three years' time. Mm. Yeah. Because you know you've got someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger who was a bodybuilder and had a lot of meat, and he had a heart attack. And there's plenty of other. Didn't Charles Poliquin died of Charles Pakwin yeah died of
2: yeah. heart disease yeah as he
1: well. did and also did uh, well, that's Dr why. Atkins he died yeah yeah I mean, heart heart disease.
2: Charles Poliquin, like RIP like an amazing guy amazing strength coach absolute mm. legend loved him to bits but you know I started following the paleo diet because you know I did their qualifications and that became my thing that mm. I you know I was all about the meat and nuts breakfast I ate steak for breakfast I ate burgers for breakfast and lamb chops and nuts and you know um, everything, and yeah, it's it's. We will see, won't we? In five, ten years' time, yeah, the it, effects of all of this.
1: And again, and, and I can imagine on the plant-based side of things, a lot more uh, studies are going to come out on the be- more even more benefits of the plant-based diet, and more people and the, the long-term health. You know.
2: Yeah, and I think this is why, like we started off this conversation, this is why more people need to go. Okay. It's great that you're transitioning to a vegan, plant-based diet, but remember that a natural whole food diet is the way to optimize your health. For Being vegan, Just calling yourself vegan isn't good enough. Like, yeah. yeah, it's good enough in terms of you're not damaging maybe the environment and, and tra- traumatizing animals as much, but actually, is it, is it any better for your health? Yeah. It's probably not, you know. Um, so it's getting people to, yeah. to make the change, take responsibility for the food they're putting in their mouth, learn to cook learn to plan and prepare their food better. Um
0: I call it just being a responsible adult. (laughs) Be a fucking responsible adult and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I find it bizarre how many people are so close minded, but you know, I think when you talk about there's gonna be more studies showing that a plant based diet is good for us. Mm. I think there's also gonna be a lot more showing that a vegan diet is bad. They're gonna make these studies look like oh we're gonna compare a shitty vegan diet to a Okay, omnivore diet, and of course, uh, okay yeah, omnivore yeah. diet is going to come out as on top. So, I think, yeah, it's important that if those studies do come out, actually take a deeper look at how everything was done, mm-hmm. because like when I see a clickbait title on the news or whatever, I'm always like looking at it, and then I'll put up a video and be like, "This is stupid. Like, it's yeah. clearly not." Like the one that came out, stroke, oh, stroke yeah. risk in yeah. vegetarians mm-hmm. and vegans is twenty percent higher. And you can clearly look at the study and it says that there weren't that many vegans, so we put the vegans and the vegetarians in the same group. And then they look at the fiber and the saturated fat of each group. And the vegetarians and the meat eaters had pretty much the same amount of fiber and the same amount of saturated fat. So um, it doesn't really prove much because a vegan, a plant-based vegan would have way more fiber and way less fat. Yeah. So it's, I, in yeah.
1: in that study I heard also like 40% of those who were on the vegetarian diet went back to eating meat. But they couldn't differentiate from the group, so they just kept them in there anyway. So right. even there was even some of the some of those who were accounted for as vegan vegetarians or whatever. That explains that actually yeah well. <laughs> that which actually they were ended up consuming animal products right. or meat products yeah. which is how can I even come out and and ha- it's just that's it's nice. just a, one of that sh- it's that's that shit you got to deal with yeah. you know it's just yeah. fucking so prevalent around. I think them.
2: I think it's also worth worth noting. Look, if you ate meat a few times a week and ate a, a shitload of plants as well, like if you ate meat three or four times a week and you ate loads of plants, you'd pretty have you probably have really good health. Like you know, yeah. let's not let's not be disingenuous here. And I think this is this is what I always like to talk about now. Is this like let's stop talking about which diet's better for the individual you know my diet versus your diet let's start talking about okay well if if that can be good for you and that can be good for you what's actually good for the global Mm. collective health more so uh, than that diet you know what's better for the environment what's I mean yeah we're just trauma, talking just you know, about the health side of yeah. things but there's so many other but aspects I think, yeah that and I to think individual health is fuck all use to you if the rest of the world isn't changing their habits if you don't have anywhere to live if you don't have anywhere to, yeah. to live right exactly. you know and that's why we all need to take responsibility for our own health but also the effects our choices are having on the, on the world yeah. around us like I will add to your your point Boom. when I brought
0: up the longest living population they did us. Uh, like an observational study of the difference between the diet of a vegetarian to a vegan and the only difference was they were having 50 grams of meat processed meat Ah, sorry not vegetarian to vegan omnivore to vegan and the only difference was that they were having 50 grams of processed meat per week and that was the difference they still think that even having a small amount of oh, processed right. red meat a oh, makes right. a massive difference oh, in sure, your yeah. long-term
2: out. Probably why, but that's also again that's a bit, little bit disingenuous, just because. And, and by the way, I'm not backing up meat eaters, but I always like to sit on the fence and be one. like, um, yeah, of course, know, devil's, advocate, devil's you know, advocate. You know, it's important, yeah. you know, so we don't get stuck up our own asses. No, of course, you know, because like processed meat is is known as a known carcinogen, isn't it? So, yeah. um, group one carcinogen. Um, process, processed well, meat, like a you bacon. know, a salami, is going to be very different. And I'm not condoning this. By the way, vegans, you know, if someone ate. A grass-fed uh, chicken breast or something yeah. like that, you know, nutritionally, totally different foods. Really, different levels, I suppose. Yeah. You know. So of, I again, think... these studies, there's always this, yeah. you know, I don't know that...
0: Well, I think what we need is we need, and this is very hard to achieve with human studies, because there's so many Variable. underlying yeah, variables that are so hard to control, because even stress, someone that's more stressed yeah. is going to have a completely different outcome same on the same point. foods. But like we need to have almost a study that proves or shows like this person had bacon this person had chicken this yeah. person had fish this person had yeah, none de- of that the details and like, everything else was the same but yeah. it would be impossible to do it and maybe you could mm. do it for a month but a month isn't long enough to show long term exactly no exactly so there might be positives of each thing but you know you can't really say i want you to eat this for 10 years and then come back to us because it's it's going to be impossible. To do and
2: this, there. and this is why I chose the ethical reason because to go vegan <laughs> because it's the only thing that you can say black and white. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. this or that. When you it know, comes down to it, at the when end it of the comes day. down to it, really, Um like it says, the grey area or the truth in the middle is is where where the truth lies. Sorry, yeah. but it's very difficult to prove that. Yeah. or consistently 100% of the time for yeah. 100% of the people that's just super confusing as well even yeah if there
0: was the, the answer in there it would be so hard to yeah differentiate mm. between it and I you know I think I for me personally I almost like trying to to put my point across without even bringing up the ethical thing right. because purely yeah you know that is going to be like the winning argument because mm. obviously that yeah. you can't argue with yeah, that yeah yeah so for me if I can if I can like convince someone I don't really use the word convinced but you know like say that hey wash it's them. going to be better for your health it's mm. going to be better for the environment mm. and if they can kind of be on the fence about that then of course yeah. you drop the ethical thing and they're like oh shit mm. okay. yeah.
2: yeah i guess it, it depends where someone's coming from right you yeah. know there's all lead to rome and it's um everyone has a different individual reason for wanting to make that change so yeah i think it, if someone approaches it from a health point of view then you have to have the the, the knowledge of, of the health, yeah. positive health yeah. benefits I that think, that's going to help them transition
0: yeah I think if people aren't already vegan for their animals then they're probably not going to be mm. in the near future unless you make it about them, like what's in it for me yeah. well, hey you can die less yeah. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you can have more energy, yeah. you can have better yeah. erections yeah, you, you can save the, the planet that you can stuff.
2: recover from a back injury in <laughs> four days yeah like, Which is currently what you're going through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah,
1: I think the the reward needs to be more than a sacrifice, and then if people see that it it's, it is there, we just need to let people know how rewarding it is and the benefits that it
2: has, not just for themselves but globally. And that's why Game Changers really is a game changing movie because it, it's um, you know everyone's got so used to now <laughs> slaughterhouse animals yeah. dying, screaming in pain. <clears throat> you know we all now know climate change is destroying our planet like we're all very aware of these things and now we've got this kind of this documentary that's actually pointing out the performance Mm. related issues aside from those other issues Uh, and I think that does tap into the more individual health focused part of society I think, and I think that's what's really powerful about it now because you've got all these you've got all these tools now we've got Cowspiracy to look at the, the health aspect we've got earthlings and god you know land of hope and glory you know all of these yeah. you know, before um, the flood dominion yeah so many to prove the ethical side of yeah. stuff and now we've got this to back up the performance yeah, I haven't ha- seen
0: any of those okay. haven't you oh, well, yeah. so even once you I, see one you kind of oh, I haven't I just know what goes on and I don't yeah. want to see that Like yeah. when uh, James Espy showed that clip at the out, I didn't look because I don't mm. want to see that I know what happens and mm. I've acted on it Exactly. Yeah, that's the difference between I think someone that looks away from it and kind of just doesn't want to see it, and then just eats anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm more like I know what happens. I don't want to see that because that is horrible, and I'm going to change the way I eat because I know exactly what is happening. I don't need to see it more and more and more. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, and I think the I think game changers and getting people to focus on food and its benefit to health helps people to teach people how to eat. Properly and cook properly mm. rather than sometimes maybe scaring them to, into making a food choice that they're, they're not ill-equipped to kind of yeah. deal with. We don't want them
1: to make decision on fear or being scared no. we want them to make decision on, on enjoyment and yeah. like rather, understanding. No, we,
2: we both know as coaches right don't tell someone what they can't eat get them to add more good stuff into their diet yeah. and then they'll eat less of the shit exactly. you know yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah,
0: and that movie is very uh, male dominated, which I think is a good angle mm, because mm. there is that male stigma like they address in the movie, Me is manly, but, mm. you know, I don't think there's anything more manly than actually standing up for what you think is right, yeah. rather than just falling into what society wants yeah.
1: to do. yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm yeah, looking yeah. forward to, to being released into the mainstream online. I'm not it's too sure where, on Netflix. yeah, is I think it's coming soon online, they uh, released right. the post so I'm hoping, I mean, with people like James Cameron and Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger back in it, I can imagine Things it's going to be on, it be on Netflix. That needs to
0: because and, the yeah. only people that are going to see that version is uh, people that are already into it yeah. or yeah. like their boyfriends, yeah, yeah. which is great, but the boyfriends probably already know that they should mm. be reducing it. Like, yeah. that's why I'm looking forward to these other people that are seeing it that might try and debunk it because... I'm like, what are you going to debunk about this? Like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be quite a weak argument. And
1: I'm, I'm interested to see. I, I saw someone was trying to debunk it before it even being released. So I was just like, yeah, there this was, is crazy. The but the
0: was a, there was a carnivore doctor that put out these things and someone copied and pasted it and posted it to me. I really and I was like, this is the only time I'm going to respond to a message like this. And I copied and pasted it because I know that there will be other people. And it was purely like Nimai grew all of his muscle on eggs and whey protein. Mm. So, therefore, that's not true. Or this Patrick guy doesn't have any like, strongman things, so it's not true. And he just kind of went through a list, and I was like, that's such a weak argument. And then yeah. they went on about, like, soy is ruining the
2: planet, and I was like, well... But All cattle have... Yeah, cattle have 90% soy of weak. all the soy goes is, to animal. The cup, thing please. is, you know, people, that's a really weak argument. Like, I, I built my body up eating meat for years, right? I totally don't deny that, but... If a plant-based diet you, like your your body's metabolism break doesn't want to have muscle attached to the skeleton it's yeah. very metabolic and um, expensive and inefficient for the body to hang on to it so if you're not taking on the substrate in your diet to actually support and maintain that no. level of muscle mass you just naturally fade away yeah, exactly like yeah. I'm as heavy as I was before I started eating meat mm. you know I did drop a bit of weight uh, at the beginning and then build it all back up yeah and, you, all you know it's even if someone did build their body up with with meat like they wouldn't be able to maintain it on a plant based diet if that was, if true. That was true yeah, if that yeah, exactly. was true it's like
0: the basics of yeah. how you build muscle you go to the gym and you absolutely destroy your muscle mm. fibers if plants weren't adequate enough to repair them then your muscles would get smaller yeah. clearly yeah and you like, would just fade away not, yeah it's not like you're going to keep that muscle that you had five years ago it's not the same muscle you've obviously trained it repeatedly yeah, yeah. yeah you know it's the same with all the cells so it's yeah. just um
1: Yes. Be re- you'll continuously regenerate
2: and cells, so it's this, you it's need that adequate. Program. It's a really shitty argument, and and it's it, and get it get serves that, the yeah. keyboard warriors who will cut and paste it without actually looking into you know reading between the lines yeah. and having an understanding of stuff.
1: Um, yeah, guys, I know we need uh, got places to go, with people to see. So um, just before you part go, to eat. <laughs> yeah, past week. Aaron, yeah. uh, any any? Where can people catch up with what you're up to? Instagram online.
0: Um, yeah, Instagram very best. So the underscore plant based underscore
1: coach. I'll and tag them into the descriptions. Yeah, and feel and stuff.
0: free to send me a message. I try and get back to everybody that sends me a message yeah. asking me about the keto diet. Yeah, asking about the keto. <laughs> I mean, lots of people ask me about the vegan keto diet now. So oh. you can be one of those people if you want.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll do it. Like, I we love this. It's this a, again. Yeah, it's a great podcast. We
2: could stay so, here for hours. Yeah, actually chatting.
1: I'd, I know you got a you got, got your book off. as well, and you got uh, a tr- yeah. T- Book. Um yeah Stop you can find down.
2: me at the plant the plant powered PT at Instagram or com, my website. Um I'm crowdfunding my book, Plant Powered, that I wrote last year. It's with the publisher called Unbound. Um, up to twenty six percent, so I need all the help that I can get to kind of get that over the hundred percent line. Um I've kind of reignited my kind of enthusiasm and passion for pushing that at the moment, so um stepping on that now to the yeah. end of the year. So help a brother help, out. Any help? for the brother to share on social media or to put a little pledge in. You'll get a spanking lovely book at the end of it once it's published. With your name in the back as well. Amazing, perfect. Um, Signature as well. uh, uh, we'll I hope I get a signed copy. Yeah, I think there's a different pledge pledge levels that give you signed copies and stuff. Um, And anyone who pledges does get a a, a special edition of the book as well. So it'll be a slightly better quality book than the one that will go out into the shops. Party. so
1: yeah guys this has been awesome thanks for coming on the podcast um, thanks yeah, dude cheers. have fun. a good day guys yeah thanks nice. for having us
2: thanks for having us dude
1: no worries right.